0: Shalom and good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today, which is Friday, June 3rd or the 4th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. Today is also the 48th day in counting the Omer, and traditionally this is the day when Moshe writes the first 68 chapters in the Torah. And this comes from Exodus 24, 4 where it says, Moses wrote all the words of the Lord. This week our parasha is called Bamidbar, which means in the wilderness and this is actually a special Torah portion to me, as this is my birth parasha. In uh, Judaism, based on your Hebrew birth date, you are assigned that Torah portion um, of the week, and it's what you would read for your bar bat mitzvah. And oftentimes you find special significance in that Torah portion in your life. So, Ba um is my Torah portion. Today from the portion we're going to be reading from Numbers, chapter 3, verses 40 through 51. Before we begin our reading, let's take a moment and bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has given us the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Count all the firstborn males of the sons of Israel from a month old and upward, and take the number of their names. You shall take the Levites for me, I am the Lord, instead of all the firstborn among the sons of Israel and the livestock of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the livestock of the sons of Israel. Moshe counted as the Lord commanded him, all the firstborn among the sons of Israel, all the firstborn males according to the number of the names from a month old and upward, of those who were counted of them were 21,273. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the sons of Israel, and the livestock of the Levites instead of their livestock. And the Levites shall be mine. I am the Lord. For the redemption of the 273 of the firstborn of the sons of Israel, who exceed the number of the Levites, you shall take five shekels apiece for each one. According to the shekel of the sanctuary, you shall take them. The shekel is 20 gerahs, And you shall give the money with which their remainder is redeemed to Aharon and his sons. Moshe took the redemption money from those who exceeded the number of those who were redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the sons of Israel, he took the money, 1,365 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moshe gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons, according to the word of the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moshe. And that was Leviticus 3, verses 40 through 51. Now our reading from the Nevi'im, or the prophets, is going to be from Yomi'ahu, chapter 23. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord, Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says against the shepherds who feed my people. You have scattered my flock, driven them away, and have not taken care of them. Behold, I will punish you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them again to their fold, and they will be fruitful and multiply. I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them, and they will no longer be afraid or dismayed, neither will any be lacking, says the Lord. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a righteous branch, and he will reign as king and deal wisely, and will execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his day Yehuda will be saved, and Israel will dwell safely. This is his name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord, that they will no more say, As the Lord lives, who brought up the sons of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives who brought up and who led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country and from all countries where I have driven them, then they will dwell in their own land. Concerning the prophets, my heart within me is broken, all my bones shake. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine has overcome. Because of the Lord and because of his holy words, For the land is full of adulterers. For because of the curse the land mourns. The pastures of the wilderness have dried up. Their course is evil, and their might is not right. For both prophet and Kohen are profane. Yes, in my house I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. Therefore their way will be to them a slippery place in the darkness. They will be driven on and fall therein. For I will bring evil on them, even the year of their visitation, says the Lord. I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied by Baal and caused my people Israel to err. In the prophets of Yerushalayim I have also seen horrible things. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen the hands of the evildoers so that no one returns from his wickedness. They have all become to me as Saddam and the inhabitants of Gamah. Therefore, this is what Adonai Sevaot says concerning the prophets Behold, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink poison water. For from the prophets of Yahushalayim, ungodliness has gone out into all the land. This is what Adonai Sevaot says. Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesied to you. They teach you vanity. They speak a vision of their own heart, and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say continually to those who despise me, The Lord has said, You will have shalom. And to everyone who walks in the stubbornness of his own heart, they say, No evil will come on you. For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord that he should perceive and hear his word. Who has listened to my word and heard it? Behold, the storm of the Lord, his wrath has gone out. Yes, a whirling storm, it will burst on the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not return until he has executed and until he has performed the intentions of his heart. In the end of days, you will understand it clearly, I did not send these prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, then they would have caused my people to hear my words, and would have turned them from their evil ways, and from the evil of their doings. Am I a God at hand, says the Lord, and not a God far off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places, so that I cannot see him, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I had a dream, I had a dream. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies, even the prophets of the deceit of their own heart? They intend to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they each tell his neighbor as their fathers forgot my name because of Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream, and he who has my word, let him speak of my word faithfully. What is the straw to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who each steal my words from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare. He says, Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, says the Lord, who tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their vain boasting. Yet I did not send them or command them. They do not profit these people at all, says the Lord. When this people, or the prophet, or a Kohen, asks you, saying, What is the message from the Lord? Then you shall tell them, What message? I will cast you off, says the Lord. As for the prophet, the Kohen, and the people who say, The message from the Lord, I will even punish the man and his household. You will say everyone to his neighbor, and everyone to his brother, What has the Lord answered? And what has the Lord said? You will mention the message from the Lord no more, for every man's own word has become his message, for you have perverted the words of the living God, Adonai zevot our God. You will say to the prophet, What has the Lord answered you? And what has the Lord spoken? Although you say the message from the Lord, therefore this is what the Lord says, because you say this word. The message from the Lord, and I have sent to you, telling you not to say. The message from the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will utterly forget you, and I will cast you off, and the city that I gave to you, and to your fathers, away from my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach on you, and a perpetual shame which will not be forgotten. That was Yomiahu, chapter 23. And now continuing on in Job, we'll be reading from Job chapter 32. So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then the wrath of Elihu, the son of bar the Bezeite of the family of Ram, was kindled against Job, His wrath was so kindled because he justified himself rather than God. Also, his wrath was kindled because his three friends, because they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu had waited to speak to Job because they were elder than he. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, his wrath was kindled. Elihu the son of Baachil the Bezoite answered, I am young, and you are very old. Therefore I held back and did not dare show you my opinion. I said, Days should speak, and multitudes of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of Shaddai gives them understanding. Is it not the great who are wise, nor the aged who understand justice? Therefore I said, Listen to me, I will also show my opinion. Behold, I waited for your words, and I listened for your reasoning while you were searching out what to say. Yes, I gave you my full attention, but there was no one who convinced Job or who answered his words among you. Beware lest you say, We have found wisdom. God may refute him, not man, for he has not directed his words against me. Neither will I answer him with your speeches. They are dismayed, They answer no more, they do not have a word to say. Shall I wait because they do not speak? Shall I stand still and answer no more? I also will answer my part, and I also will show my opinion. For I am full of words, the spirit within me constrains me. Behold, my breast is as wine, which has no vent. Like new wineskins it is ready to burst. I will speak that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Please do not let me respect any man's person. Neither will I give flattering titles to any man. For I do not know how to give flattering titles, or else my maker would soon take me away. That was Job chapter 32. Now, coming to our final portion from the Apostolic Writings, we'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Be imitators of me, just as I also am of Messiah. Now, I praise you, brothers, that you remember me in all things and hold firm the traditions, just as I delivered them to you. But I would have you know that the head of every man is Messiah and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Messiah is God. Every man praying or prophesying having his head covered dishonors his head, but every woman praying or prophesying with her head uncovered dishonors her head. For it is one and the same thing as if she were shaved. For if a woman is not covered, let her hair also be cut off. But if it is shameful for a woman to have her hair cut off or be shaven, let her be covered. For a man indeed ought not to have his head covered, because he is in the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of the man. For man is not from woman, but woman from man. For man was not created for the woman, but woman for the man." For this cause, the woman ought to have authority over her own head because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, neither is woman independent of man, nor is man independent of a woman. For as woman came from man, so a man also came through a woman. But all things are from God. Judge for yourselves, is it appropriate that a woman pray to God unveiled? Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a dishonor to him? But if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given to her for a covering. But if any man seems to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither do God's assemblies. But in giving you this command, I do not praise you, that you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together in the assembly, I hear that divisions exist among you, and I partly believe it. For there also must be factions among you, for those who are approved may be revealed among you. When therefore you assemble yourselves together, it is not the Lord's Supper that you eat, For in your eating, each one takes his own supper first, and one is hungry, and another is drunk. What do you not have, houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise God's assembly and put them to shame who do not have enough? What shall I tell you? Shall I praise you? And this I do not praise you. For I received from the Lord that which I delivered to you, that the Lord Yeshua, on the night in which he was betrayed, took matzah, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks the Lord's cup in a way unworthy of the Lord will be found guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy way eats and drinks judgment to himself. If he does not discern the Lord's body, For this cause, many among you are weak, and sick, and many sleep. But if we discern ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are punished by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest your coming together be for judgment. The rest I will set in order whenever I come. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 11. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you're going to also be reading from Mark chapter 9, verses 1 through 29. I hope you ladies have a blessed day preparing for the long weekend for both Shabbat and entering into Shavuot. Um, in this festival time. May it be a joyous time for your family, and uh, may all your cheesecakes come out fantastic. Until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from Israel.